and welcome to episode 25 of the Knit Actually podcast. My name is Becky and I'll be your host. Today's segments include a Knit Nosh recap, actually finished, actually working, and actually stashed. And then we'll talk about contests and giveaways and knit alongs at the end as well. So Knit Nosh update, you guys, today was Knit Nosh and I had the greatest day. So I was excited to get on and record tonight. I don't know how long it'll take me to publish the episode, but I really wanted to talk to you guys tonight and fill you all in on how great everything went today. Um, And so the first thing I wanted to do is say thank you to a whole bunch of people. First of all, all of you guys who listen and maybe are far away and couldn't make it today, but sent kind words and encouragement and were so thoughtful. And I had several people follow up with me tonight to find out how it went and that meant the world to me. So thank you all of you guys, first of all. Second of all, everybody who came, we had a huge turnout today. There were um, 96 tickets eventually sold. The venue would only hold 100 people and honestly, I could not have squeezed four more people in there if I had tried. So we had a wait list. Um, We had a great turnout. Everybody was so lovely all day long. I just spent the whole afternoon with the nicest, nicest bunch of knitters. So that was awesome. And really, that was why I did it, was to spend time with people who love what I love. So that was phenomenal. And I really appreciate everybody who turned out today. I did want to thank the people at the venue uh, they won't listen to this, but if there's anybody local who listens in the front range at all, if you ever have events that you are looking to plan, I would really consider Samples World Bistro. If you have a Christmas party for your company or some sort of event, fundraiser, whatever that you need to do, they went so far above and beyond for me through this whole process. I really feel like that was among the best of all of the decisions that I made in putting on the event was to pick a a place where they really were so very um, committed and in it with me. And they really helped me make great choices. They went so far above and beyond in terms of a great menu, making sure everybody that had special dietary needs was taken care of. They um, recommended an amazing musician. And I really feel like having music at the event was a tremendous addition to the whole process. So that was fantastic. So I can't say enough about them. They were a great partner in this and I will completely work with them again. And then I want to thank my tremendous vendors that were there today. Everybody brought their A game today. It was so much fun and we had such a good time and the yarns were absolutely spectacular. So I want to say thank you to Carla and Eileen from Bijou Basin Ranch, to Jonathan from MJ Yarns, to Donna from Scandalous, and Renee from Nerd. You guys were amazing and tremendous, and I had a blast, and I'm so excited to tell you guys right off the bat that we are doing this again for sure. I already talked to all four of the yarn companies. I think they'll come again and bring new yarns this time. So that um, what I'm thinking about doing is probably something in the summer, maybe around Yarn Along the Rockies. I'm trying to work all that out. Samples, um, who is my amazing vendor, is um, opening a new venue that'll be a little more centrally located here in Colorado, a little bit bigger, more space to spread out, more space for the yarns. And I think we might do an event and do um, 
fingering weight yarns. And so hopefully everybody will be available and we'll all just be able to get together and do it again. But um, I really, I had a blast with you guys today. So thank you all so, so much. Um, so I'm just going to recap a few things. Um, we had we had a great turnout, like I said. Everybody was so excited. Um, I was there about an hour and a half before we were due to start. I knew that there would be people who would get there early. I forgot in my head to think about the fact that knitters don't mind waiting. And knitters just bring their knitting, and they are happy to just chill. So uh, we had people start showing up for a 1230 event at 1130 this morning. And they were raring to go. So that was great. It was really exciting, honestly, to see people that were that excited that they showed up a full hour early. And, you know, everybody was lovely and we were still setting up and the people who showed up earlier were like, well, can we help? Like they were, they were amazing. So that was funny. Um, we did the meal in four courses. So I'll tell you guys a little bit about each one as I go. The first course up was Bijou Basin Ranch. So they are located in Elbert, Colorado, and um, if you're not familiar with their stuff, they, they primarily have yak fiber, but all sorts of interesting fibers and um, really cool bases. They work with a lot of really great dyers to dye them these beautiful um, yak-based yarns that they sell. If you have not ever experienced the yak fiber, it is super, super soft, very luxurious fiber. And it's really, um, it's really pretty cool. It was fun that everybody got to knit with their stuff today because I think a lot of people had not ever had that opportunity before and, and everybody really enjoyed it. The other thing that was really cool with them was they had a brand new partnership. So they do work with different dyers around the country and they had new yarn today. I think it was the first show they had ever brought it to and it was dyed by Annie Modsit. And they had some gradients and some tonals and some self-striping in their fingering weight yarn. It was amazing. So beautiful. So that was really fun, too, that there was something there um, today for the first time for people to, um, to buy. So they brought their Lhasa Wilderness Sport Yarn. It's a yak and bamboo yarn. Um, and so that was the first one we handed out for everybody to knit with and then all of the vendors gave me prizes you guys so we had door prizes at the event we ran an Instagram contest at the event and then they gave me prizes for the knit along the prize that Bijou Basin brought for the door prize was out of this world it was super generous of them it was a beautiful prize they donated two skeins of 100% cashmere and then they had a cowl pattern that would use the cashmere and then a project bag and some of their Allure wool wash that they um, have recently brought to market. And it was crazy. It was insane. This beautiful prize that they brought. So the funny thing was we had a microphone and everything. It was very um, busy in the venue. And the first round through, I think I hadn't quite worked out the case of the mic. Not everybody could hear me, but I called the winner of the door prize and then I couldn't find her like until the, the end of the night and all night I was walking around looking for this woman and asking at different tables. And then it turned out, I was like, okay, well, if I can't find her by the end of the, the dessert course, I have to pull another name. I have to give this beautiful prize to somebody. And then it turned out all along, 
She had been sitting right in front of me, and no one at her table had noticed that I had called her name. I called this woman's name every single course the whole day long. So she was thrilled at the end of the night to, to win it. But people, there was kind of a running joke all day that they would um, pretend that that was their name because they knew that she had won this insane prize from Bijou Basin. So that was really, really fun. Um, and I think everybody really loved their stuff. The other thing that they brought for everybody that came today was some of their new Allure wool wash. So they everybody got little samples with um, all of the scents, which is cool. And one of the things that I wanted to um, make sure people heard was the um, the wool wash from them. I did not know that that's what Eileen does for a living. She's a chemist and by trade. And so she has worked on some very big name cleaners and things like that. They were telling me all about this new cleaner that she's working on with her company now. Um, but it's not just your average wool wash. This is really, she knows a lot about chemistry. She, they talked a lot about the fact that if you do have, um, you know, fibers that aren't wool based in particular, that certain wool washes, um, like Euclid, it has lanolin. Well, yak and cashmere and things like that, they don't necessarily need lanolin and, it was just very interesting to hear them talk about the um, chemistry of it. It's also manufactured in the United States, and a lot of fiber washes and wool washes are not. So I thought that was great. Um, they did bring some along for people to purchase, and like I said, they gave samples to everybody that came to the event. So that was very cool. I am very much looking forward to trying my samples out. So that should be, should be really fun. So um, I will definitely talk to um, you guys at the end of the episode about the knit along we are going to do, but I do have a beautiful skein of the Lassa Worsted um, Yak and Bamboo Sport Weight Yarn to give away um, as a knit along prize. So even if you couldn't come today or even if you came today and you didn't win, don't be sad because there's more yarn to come. And the last thing I wanted to say about Bijou Basin is they've been around for a while. I think they've been in business for 10 years now. And so the fact that they were willing to take a chance on a new event like this meant a lot to me. They gave me wonderful feedback, and they are charming people, and they were so helpful and thoughtful and kind in the feedback that they gave me, and that just meant the world to me. So um, check them out. I do. I will have coupon codes for everybody. I'm not sure I've got them right now. I'll try to add those as, as a segment at the very end of the episode. Um because like I said, I just wanted to get my thoughts out tonight, and I, I don't have all the codes written down. But that was Bijou Basin, and they were phenomenal. So the next course that we did was um, MJ Yarns. And I, I guess I forgot to tell you guys about the food, so I'll do quick recaps of the food as well. For the first course, we had this amazing butternut squash soup, and um, it had oil, that the chef made in the kitchen on site, and then these pepito seeds that I had never had before, but it was it was a phenomenal, decadent soup, really, really good. And the second course was a salad with shrimp, and the shrimp used a spice called harissa, which is a Middle Eastern spice that I had never had before, really delicious, and then a chef-made vinaigrette dressing on the salad. That was my favorite course by far, super yummy. Um, so our second yarn course, was MJ Yarns, and they brought their Silken DK um, yarn. I have not knit with that base, but I've knit with a, several of their other bases, and their yarn is amazing. They were also 
Jonathan was incredibly generous with the door prize as well. So he gave um, three skeins of his opulent fingering, which is his um, fingering weight that has some cashmere in the base. So that was a really, really generous prize. His recommendation um, on that one was that the winner could knit it into a Barndom um, shawl, which is a Stephen West pattern. And I am, I'm pretty sure that this might be the shawl that Jonathan was wearing when we were there today, now that I look at it. But his was in really bright colors, like cool green colors. It was definitely a Stephen West pattern if it wasn't this exact one. But I really, I had not seen this particular Stephen West shawl, and I really, really like it. I'm looking at it on Ravelry now. Um, it is a three-color shawl. It's huge, 815 to 1,085 um, yards, and it can be in either two colors or three colors. So really, really, really cool. So that was a great recommendation, too, and very thoughtful that he had thought through, you know, what yarn he was going to give and then what people might want to knit with it. Um, and so... I have, um, for the knit along, also a skein of Jonathan's uh, Silken DK yarn, and that is going to be a really exciting one. I also, um, I just really enjoyed working with Jonathan. His yarn has always been a favorite of mine. One of the interesting things that he talked about during the event, um, I had everybody get up at the beginning of their, their course and talk about their yarn a little bit, and so his are really beautiful variegated yarns and he talked about the process that he uses to dye them in a way that sort of ensures that no matter what you're knitting you won't have pooling so it's really interesting to see the amount of thought that goes into that um, and again his yarns are just spectacular and I know I saw a lot of people <laughs> go home with them from the event today so I hope that everybody really loved that course and like I said not too late, you guys, um, to win some in the knit along. So the third course, uh, food-wise, was um, chicken grand mare, which is a chicken dish with a really rich sauce, mushrooms, potatoes, onions. It was really delicious. Um, and then we had quite a number of vegetarians, and so for them, uh, Chef Daryl made some amazing pasta, and I, I was kind of camping out at my friend's table here and there where I had time to eat. One of the things that I definitely realized about a week and a half ago, I was like, I think I'm fooling myself if I think I'm going to have any time at all to knit <laughs> during this event. I think it's a little bit like going to your own wedding where you plan a bunch of great stuff, but you don't necessarily get to enjoy every single aspect of all the great stuff. So I did make sure that I snagged some food and the staff there was great to make sure that they kind of kept me fed. So I definitely got to enjoy the first three courses. I did not get any of the insanely delicious dessert, but I've had it a couple different times before. So it was okay that I didn't. And just to let you know, like how amazing the people at Samples were, they, there was a long line at one point for registration. Everybody had kind of showed up all at once. And I had just a steady stream of people, probably 50 people just all in a row. We didn't have a line 50 people long, but you know, every time I'd get through one group, another group would come through the door and then the staff at Samples just magically appeared at my side with a glass of wine. <laughs> so that was really nice because um, I didn't do the wine taste as we went. Um, but they did keep me um, keep me from being dehydrated and I did 
managed to have a couple of nice glasses of wine while we were there today, too. Um, so anyways, the vegetarian dish, I was camped at my friend's table, and uh, I was trying to steal a couple of bites of chicken, and the waiter walked by with a plate of vegetarian pasta, and the smell, I'm not sure what they spiced the sauce with, but the smell of it was just decadent, just an amazing vegetarian dish. So that was really cool. And again, they were so accommodating with all of that, with making sure people had four courses of stuff they really could eat, even if they had dietary issues. So the third course of um, yarn was Donna from Scandalous. So Donna lives in Parker, Colorado, and she is a dyer that I first met at um, Yarn Fest last year, and she does beautiful, beautiful yarns. And the cool thing um, about what Donna brought this time was that this was a brand new base for her. So I think her DK base is very similar to the base, if not exactly the same supplier as the base that uh, Jonathan uses for MJ yarn. So to make sure that everybody that came today had something new and something different to knit with, she brought up a brand new base. So it's her Anna base, and it is a Targi. I may be pronouncing that wrong, you guys. Um, but it's a Targi wool, and it's a worsted weight, and it's a beautiful, beautiful base, really gorgeous. She dyed up several beautiful, rich, jewel-toned colors for people to knit with today, and so that was fantastic. And I wanted to point you guys all towards a pattern. I will link it in the show notes for sure. But one of the attendees, friends with both um, Donna and Jonathan, had designed very recently a cowl. And he gave me a download code that I've got to find so I can go download it because I think I may cast one on for the knit along myself. Oh, Brady Ropender is his name. And... Um, the name of the cowl is the Popin Stars Cowl, and so um, check that out. Like I said, I will um, link to it in the show notes. I'm going to go ahead and extend the knit-along offer and say if you wanted to knit this cowl, um, I would count that for um, knit-along entries as well. So check it out. It's a beautiful pattern, and um, I was pretty excited that I... Um, that I have a copy of it to knit with. So Donna was amazing. Her yarns are gorgeous. And um, again, I've got a skein for the knit along of her new Anna base. And so this is not a base that has been widely distributed. So whoever it is who wins this prize, you're getting yarn that is um, unique and not easy to come by. And I think that is super our last course today was the dessert course. So the chef makes this amazing, um, they call it Le Kit Kat, and it's a really decadent chocolate dessert. There's like a cookie at the base, basically, and then layers of chocolate. I think there's peanut butter in it, um, and then fresh whipped cream, and then they make this homemade vanilla sauce that they drizzled over the top. So it's phenomenal. Like I said, I did not manage to... Um, get my hands on any of that today but that was okay because I've had it several times before and that was the only course that we had today that actually is on the regular menu at samples that's kind of their signature dessert we had a completely custom menu for the event so these were not things that you could walk in and uh, have off the regular menu although I did when we did the tasting a couple weeks ago I did say to them I would come in and eat this shrimp salad 
every single day. Can I just come every single day and will Daryl make me this salad for my lunch? Because it was amazing. Um, but the dessert was awesome. And our fourth yarn vendor um, and sponsor was Renee from Nerd. So Renee is from Castle Rock, Colorado. She brought along with her Crystal, who owns um, Stash, which is the yarn shop down in Castle Rock. I had visited that shop during Yarn Along the Rockies, and it's gorgeous. If you are ever in the area, I would totally check out that shop. They carry a lot of Renee's stuff there. They, um, she and Crystal are clearly great friends, and that was awesome, and it was nice that she came on, out to support her today. Um, but Renee also makes these hysterical t-shirts and bags and I'm pretty sure there's baby onesies but they have funny sayings on them so they say things like cheap yarn makes me cry or I learned to knit in prison or like yes I made it no I don't know how long it took me or <laughs> things like that they just have funny funny sayings and her stuff is all available on her website um so you should check that out too um and it's just a nerd shop and that's nerd with a k uh, dot com. So the most impressive thing about what Renee did today was she made everybody kind of these little mini goodie bags. So her yarn, she had little cakes of yarn. I'm going to pick mine up right now. So I'm sorry if you guys are getting some background noise while I do this. Um, but little mini um, drawstring bags with her logo on them. And then inside the bag, there is a sticker with her decal on it and a coupon for 10% off on your purchase for anybody that was buying her yarn. And then um, like a light lifesaver. And she makes these cute little buttons that um, show a dropped stitch and they say bummer. So everybody got these cute little, little mini goodie bags. And I thought that was so thoughtful. And like I said, you know, everybody just really brought their A-game and thought so much about um, what the people at the event would enjoy. So I thought that this was um, tremendous, and I was super excited about these. So that was amazing. Um, in terms of door prizes, I really wanted to make sure that you guys um, knew about this little kit that Renee offers. So she brought for, um, for sale today and for the door prize kits that were designed for the bobble hat. So I know the bobble hat has been a really, really popular pattern on Ravelry. It's a really cute color work hat. Um, looking at the kit today, I was sorely, sorely tempted to um, knit one for myself. It's got um, different colors and there are sheep and like grass and a sky basically. And you can do it up in a lot of different colors. So the one that she gave away was very much traditional um, green for the grass, light blue for the sky, white and black for the sheep. And it was so darling. And it had a really cute pom-pom on top. And you guys know how I feel these days about the pom-poms. So that was great. She had them in two colorways. I never managed to get down to that end of the room to see what the other colorway was. But definitely check, um, check Donna's stuff out because if you were interested in knitting that hat, it also wasn't a tremendous amount of yarn. So with color work, you know, you don't want to have tons of stuff left over. A kit might be the perfect way to go, and hers were adorable. So um, so that was great. She brought her um, Merino DK weight yarn. Again, I have some of this yarn in my stash. I definitely saw a lot of people um, walking out with um, new uh, yarn <laughs> from, from, Donna, uh, from Renee today. So 
Um, so that was awesome, and she did an amazing job. So I do have a skein of her yarn also to give away as a prize, and it's a beautiful red color. You guys, I ended up with a bunch of reds, so I'm going to post pictures in the show notes of all of the prize yarns, but um, they are each, each one more lovely than the next. They're all amazing. So the last vendor that I had there today was Katie from Modular Modular. I met Katie when I went over to the Salida Fiber Festival, and she makes adorable project bags, really cute. Katie works at Fancy Tiger, which we all know if you listen to the podcast, is my favorite store in all the world. And um, she really just makes beautiful bags and little thread catchers and things like that. So she came out today and was there at the event with us. She had bags for sale, and um, she donated one for the door prize and also one for the knit-along. So I do have a modular, modular project bag for um, a lucky winner from the knit-along. I would also extend the same thing, um, guys, when I, when I get to the section on rules for the knit-along. If you are knitting a project and using one of Katie's bags, you could definitely count that toward your... Um, knit along entries so and then she's so sweet she gave me a little project bag um, at the end of the day and it's adorable I'll post pictures of my cute little new bag I think it's just about the right size to be a sock bag she has notions bag on the tag but I, I think I can make it work as a sock bag and um, it's got little constellations on it and then the top and the lining is this beautiful um, baby blue and she's even got them like silk screened on the inside or something. I'm not sure if that's stamped maybe with her um, logo. So really beautifully made bags. I was very impressed as always with her stuff. And um, she's been a sponsor before she sponsored this October knit along. So thank you. Thank you, Katie, for coming out today. And I hope you had a great time. There were so many things, you guys, that I wanted to remember to tell you about, and so I hope that I don't forget any of them. If there's anything big, I guess, that I forget, I will definitely um, talk about them in the next episode. But a few things. Um, there is a mailing list, so if you go to knitnosh.com, um, at the bottom of the page now you can enter for a mailing list. There's also right, right this minute still talks about the waiting list for the event. So if you put your name on either one of those lists, I will definitely keep you in the po in the loop for the next event. Like I said, I'm shooting for August in Arvada with yarn along the Rockies. It'll probably be fingering weight yarns this time. And my hope is that, that the whole crew will come back and we'll have similar yarns. Um, I am going to offer pre-sales of tickets to anyone who attended today or anyone who puts their name on the mailing list. So definitely get your name on there. The tickets went so fast um, this time. I really, that was so rewarding for me because when I first booked the venue, um, I had to have 40 people commit and I was really scared that I was gonna have to just invite all my non-knitting friends and like my mom and just try to fill the seats and fill the space and whatever and the tickets went like wildfire and the um, yesterday I had one woman who was sick and all week she'd been emailing me. Maybe she could come. Maybe she couldn't at the last minute. She said, I just I'm so sick and I just can't do it. So I re um, I refunded her money and I put her ticket back up on the website 
and it didn't even last 20 minutes. It was gone. Like, whoosh, there went the ticket. So um, if you're on the mailing list, you will get first dibs at tickets the next time. The new venue um, that they are opening is about two and a half times the size, so we'll have more space. I don't think that I will try to do an event of 250 people. I think that would probably be a little too much, but we'll have a little more room in the new space to spread out and maybe have um, some other vendors for you know notions or things like that. So we'll have some fun and take some of the things that worked well today and just expand them into the bigger space. So keep your um, eyes and ears peeled for that. Obviously, as I get the details together, um, I will talk about it here on the podcast. And um, we did an Instagram contest at the event. So everybody that was there today was tagging their pictures. Hashtag Nitnosh. That's K-N-I-T-K-N-O-S-H. And there's about 140 or so pictures out there, you guys. So if you check out hashtag Nitnosh, there's some great pictures. And everybody's posts were really fun. And um, I just gave away some cute little prizes for that, and that was really fun um, today as well. So if you want to see the photos, that's the best way to start. I'm, I took a bunch of pictures with my good camera as well as with my phone, so I will be posting those um, on the Nitnosh website, and I'll link that from the show notes as well. Um, we had really fun people at the event. There were some yarn store opener um, owners. We had um, folks from Interweave that were there, and um, a couple of designers. So it was really, it was a great day, and it was so much fun. Um, And so I want to talk quickly about the Knit Along. Uh, I will post more details in the Ravelry group. I think it will be the Ravelry group for the podcast and not the Ravelry group for Knit Nosh. Um, So you might see kind of cross-population as people come over from the uh, Knit Nosh group. But... um, Essentially, the, the Knit Along will start tomorrow, which is January 24th, 2016, and run for six weeks. I do have coupon codes that I will post in the Ravelry thread and in the show notes, but um, the rules will be pretty simple. It will be to knit with the yarns from any of my four Knit Nosh sponsor companies or... Katie from Modular Modular, you could use one of her bags or you could knit that pattern that I mentioned before from Brady. So um, that's about it. Uh, it post, we'll post finished objects in the thread. It will be one prize per um, person, meaning if you win one, you can't win a second one. Um, and I think it'll be really a lot of fun. I, I know a lot of the companies that I worked with today all we're talking about how important it is to get yarn out to people in a hurry. So if you're looking to order yarn from these companies, um, know that it should come in plenty of time for you to get something and uh, knit something with it. I don't think that I'm going to even ask that people finish a project to enter it, but just uh, cast on a knit with the yarns from these amazing vendors. So more details to come in the Ravelry thread, but I wanted to make sure that there was a way for all of you who are far away to be involved and to feel like part of the day. So this is my way of saying thanks to you guys and hopefully giving away some more amazing stuff. The other thing I'll tell you guys is I do have just a handful of 
uh, Nitnosh swag left over. I've got some wine glasses. I'm not going to put those up for sale in the website because I'm worried about shipping them. But if you're local and you missed the day and you think you might be catching up with me at Yarnfest or somewhere, um, PM me on Ravelry and we'll figure it out. And I um, would be happy to sell you one of the couple of wine glasses I have left. And I have project bags left, you guys. So the goodie bags that I did were um, these cute canvassy um, drawstring bags with my Nitnosh logo on them. So I'm going to post those on the website for sale because I know, again, there were people who couldn't come who might be excited um, to have a little piece of Nitnosh to take home with them. So watch for that. The last thing that would be... Um, on the website is I made a bunch of stitch markers and they are really cute. I found these wooden beads and I um, made sets of stitch markers with those. And so there's like owls and cats and sock monkeys and more cats and peacock. I might have sold the peacock feather ones. But anyways, there were a handful of those left over. I sold a bunch of those today. But um, I thought that might be something that would interest you guys. And otherwise, I'm just going to have a million zillion stitch markers myself. So take a look for all that. I'll link all that in the show notes. It might take me a few days to get all of that up and running because I am, um, I'm going to spend tomorrow watching the Bronco game. So that's the Nitnosh update. And thank you again to everybody. So believe it or not, you guys, um, even with all of that going on, I've got knitting to talk about. So let's jump in with actually finished. And there's actually only one finished object this week. Um, and that is my son Jack's Force Awakens hat. So I knit his hat out of Wool of the Andes uh, Knit Picks Sport Weight Yarn. Um, his is black as the main color, charcoal gray as the secondary color, and then a um, lime green chartreuse color for the contrast color. And it turned out great. Turned out a lot better then mine did in, in a couple of ways. The green against the dark gray, I think was actually a better contrast than my pink with the light gray. And so some of the designs just stand out on his a little bit better. I did do the, um, the words, the force awakens on his hat, which I didn't do. Um, and I did a better job with my floats for sure. So on my hat, I think I talked about this last week that I probably should have been knitting this in the round on a smaller um, cable length in my needle. Um, so where I was switching needles, I've got a couple of little puckers on mine. I don't think it's noticeable when I'm wearing the hat, um, but I certainly notice it when I when I stare at the hat. And so I did a much better job with my floats and with carrying all that along. So I think his is just a little bit even and you know, kind of crisp than, than mine is. And, um, the way that I did the pom-pom on his, I did, uh, three colors, but I held them together. So mine, I did three colors, but I wrapped them individually. So I did the dark gray and then the pink and then the, the light gray. His, I just held the three colors together. So it's a much like more speckly, pom-pom and I think it turned out really cute so that one is done I cast on his brothers immediately following um and so Benny's will be black as the main color light gray as the secondary color and blue as the contrast and I'm just on like the 
I just started the first chart, I guess, actually, on Benny's. So I'm hoping to whip that up for him this week. Jack's been wearing his every single day. He sleeps in it. So that's rewarding when you knit something for your kids and they love it like that. His friend was trying to, like, you know, hide it so he could keep it at carpool the other day. So I might have to knit one for his little friend as well. And I've got to finish one um, in the next couple of weeks for my nephew's birthday as well. So a couple more of those coming, but I was happy to finish um, Jack's this week. Actually working. Um, I did get little bits of time here and there with a couple of other projects. So I still have three pairs of self-striping socks on my needles. They're all from hand-dyed yarn. Two of the pairs are for me, and one is my husband's socks for this year. So um, that was kind of, those are kind of funny. So I was working on those at basketball the other day, and they're really perfect basketball knitting because I, I feel like socks, I don't have to look at at all these days, especially I'm doing afterthought heels in all three of these because they are self-striping. So as long as I was at a point where I knew I wasn't going to have to put in the little lifeline, then I could just whoosh, keep knitting, and that was that was awesome. Um, but these are, the ones for my husband are ones that I set up on the warp board, um, and they some of the sections I'm not sure are even, first of all, but that's okay because, you know, again, it was just, just my, one of my very first attempts at self-striping and, um, also just for fun. And the other thing that I did was these were seven different colors of blues and purples that I had done. And two of the purples are right next to each other and almost like you can't tell the difference between them in bright sunlight. You can tell, oh yeah, the, the second stripe is a little darker than the first stripe and they are not in fact just one big section of all the same purple. But when I was in the darkish gym the other day, anyway, and I was like, why is this purple stripe never ending? Why is this purple stripe like two and a half times the rest of these, these other stripes? But I'm actually pretty happy with it. And, um, and my husband's a good recipient. He will not mind if the stripes are not even so. Those are fun. I'm most of the way through the leg of uh, the second sock for mine um, with the ones that were navy, blue, and then bright colors, green, pink, purple, um, turquoise. Yes. And so, um, so those are almost done and I'm hoping to finish those up. I would love to have another pair of socks. And then I've got a pair that's um, gray and blue and green and um, just on the cuff of that one because the other... Um, which is moving along a little faster. So those are great and keeping me busy in the car or at basketball or all the places that I end up waiting around, which is great. I have two work trips coming up in February. I normally don't travel very much for work at all. I always um, have to go to Las Vegas in February for a big conference for work. And so that is coming up. And then I was invited to go to Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm really pretty excited about both of these trips. My um, primary responsibility at work right now is I manage a team of um, young professionals, most of whom sit in Austin, Texas, and I have not yet managed to get down there to see them in person. We've managed to connect on other trips, like when I went to New York, or a couple of them have come here to Colorado, so we've managed to connect one-on-one, -on -one, but I'm looking forward to actually having some opportunity to work face-to-face -face 
with my team. And I'll get to do that twice this month. So uh, that means planning, trip knitting, but also there's always then in my mind this mad rush of like, oh gosh, I have some things on my needles that I'd like to wear <laughs> when I'm at these work events instead of my sweatpants or yoga pants and hoodies that I'm in um, when I work out of the house. So a couple of things that I'm going to try to finish. Um, I was working the other day on my three color cowl by Hohi Locatelli. I am really technically most of the way finished with that cowl, but um, I dyed the yarn. So you guys might remember it's an MCN uh, high twist yarn and I had done a charcoal gray, a very, very pale silver gray, and then berry crush, which is a pink, dark, dark pink that I really like. And I kind of want to use up like every last scrap of the yarn. So I had gotten through most of the sections. Um, there's a lot of like eyelets and cute things. And I decided I'm kind of like done with eyelets and things. And I'm just going to stripe some sections. So right now I'm just working through striping and trying to use up the dark gray and the pink and I think I'm kind of just going to alternate them in slightly like maybe ever increasing numbers of stitches till I run out of yarn I, I don't have very much yarn left so my hope is to finish that pretty quickly at one point I had delusions that maybe I would finish it in time where it's knit nosh today but that was craziness and that's okay um but I would like to try to get that done I have a couple of different outfits I think that would look cute with and um, I'd love to be able to wear it maybe both, both in Raleigh and in Vegas. And then I do have two sweaters that, um, I always think about wanting to wear. So it won't be crazy warm when I am in Raleigh. I think it's supposed to be rainy. I would very much love to finish my true sweater. I, I, I thinking about the date, it's probably not going to happen, but maybe I will bring it and it will be my trip knitting um, because it is a pretty simple pattern and I'm going to have flights and time in my hotel at night. And for some reason, my meetings don't start every morning until 9 a.m. So I'll have some early morning, maybe knitting time that I can do some things in my room. Um, so we'll see how that comes along. Uh, but that one definitely, now that I've got a little more knitting time on my hands, is uh, top of my list. And then the sweater that I, I think this is the third year in a row, that I thought, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have this sweater for Vegas because I get chilly in the rooms, but a fingering weight sweater sure would be perfect, is the Make-A-Wish sweater by Hoagie Locatelli. So I have that on my needles, been on my needles for a very long time. I think in part it's lingered so long because it is a lace pattern, and a lot of times what I need are things that I don't have to concentrate on. But it's in my absolute favorite Madeline Tosh color. So it's Tosh Mo Light, which means it's a little bit of mohair. It's a single. And the colorway is window pane, which is a discontinued colorway. Um, it's the exact same color that I used in a chunky yarn on my Jenica hoodie, which I wear all the time. I wear constantly. So um, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe uh, it's going to be like Sophie's Choice, I guess, to try to decide which of these I bring on the first trip. Um... And I'll let you guys know. I watch my Instagram, I guess, for what I end up bringing for the plane and stuff. But those are a couple things that I want to spend some time on because I would like to wear them. Um, and the last thing is uh, the scoreboard scarf. So the Broncos are still going, which means the scarf is still going. My son is super superstitious about sports. He gets that. From his mother, I am super superstitious about sports, 
And so we have sort of decided the Broncos seem to play best if I am sitting in a certain spot on the couch and I'm working on the scarf. So um, that's what we did last week. And sure enough, they won. Um, I'm several weeks behind. I finished last week the, um, the game from December the 20th. So I think two or three games behind. And then they play the Patriots tomorrow. So I have plenty to keep me busy um, during the game tomorrow. And fingers crossed, maybe it'll be a Super Bowl scoreboard scarf. But I don't I don't like to say things like that too confidently because um, I'm superstitious. So fingers crossed, go Broncos. And that's it for actually working. Actually stashed. So you guys, the first thing I want to talk about with actually stashed is the funniest part of Knit Nosh, which is that this girl did not buy any yarn. <laughs> and I went in to the day fully intending to buy yarn from everybody. Um, and the day just a little bit got away from me. And there was a lot of like chatting with people and wanting to talk to people. And um, by the time before I knew it, it was 3.30, which was the time we were sort of supposed to give the venue back. They were opening back up for dinner at 5.00. We didn't get out of there till about 4.15, but I was just kind of standing around and chatting and making sure then that everybody got all their stuff packed up and then everybody was okay and all of that, and I just didn't have an opportunity to purchase any yarn, so I will probably take advantage of the coupon codes and buy some yarn from uh, the amazing companies. I am very lucky that I do already have yarn from all four of them in my stash, so I'm not wanting for yarn from any of those, but I really... When I left my house this morning, I would have been certain that I would have been telling you guys about yarn I bought. And I didn't buy a thing. That does not mean, though, that there is not new yarn in my stash this week. So the 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 one thing that did get added to my stash this week was this was the last shipment of my fall 2015 Magnolia Society uh, sweater club shipment. So the sweater club, you get to choose your colorways. They choose the bases. Um, the base this time around was their 801010 fingering. So that's a merino cashmere nylon yarn. And I have a couple different sweater quantities in this base. And I really, really like it. And I really, really like the 801010 worsted as well. Um, and the color that I got is ultramarine marine violet and so it's beautiful vibrant they might even consider it one of their neons certainly a jewel tone purple and I'm very excited about it no idea yet what sweater it wants to grow up and be it might end up being one of the patterns from color wheel knits I don't have the name of the pattern I had in mind at my fingertips right now but there are several great fingering weight sweaters in there so um Maybe that'll be yet another thing for yet another knit-along that I have in mind. Um, the other thing that I'm very excited about is I know I've talked several times to you guys about Eat, Sleep, Knit. And um, a lot of times they are my go-to when I am looking to order yarn. They always have a great selection of Madeline Tosh. I always stock up when Madeline Tosh discontinues colors. They always do a great sale on the discontinued colors. They've done that as well on discontinued bases um and they run this cool yarnathon every year so at the beginning of the year if you have an account with them they will assign you to a team i think last year i was team walrus and whatever team i was on my team won and everybody 
who had bought over a certain amount of yardage, I can't remember what it was, but I know I exceeded whatever the number was, got a $20 store credit. And then I had bought myself a couple batches of yarn with the um, Black Friday sale, and my husband had bought me some yarn with Black Friday sale, so I had three scratch tickets. You always get a yarn lotto scratch ticket when you order from them, and I got $5 store credit with each of those. So I sent those in the other day, but at some point I am going to have... Um, I'm going to have $35 credit with Eat Sleep Net. So I was looking to see um, what I think I might want to do with that. I have not made any decisions yet, but I will keep you guys posted. And I'll post a link to the, um, the Yarnathon. They're doing it a little bit differently this year. So there is an individual Yarnathon, and as you buy yarn, you win prizes. So the first one is um, they're doing it like planets in the yarniverse this year so this is kind of cool um the first one is if you buy a thousand yards you get the sun you get a five dollar gift at mercury you get ten dollar gift and it works its way up from there and then they give you stars i'm not sure what the stars do but if you make it all the way to neptune um and buy fifty thousand yards of yarn you get six stars uh, $30 store credit, 10% off, and free shipping all of 2016. So pretty cool. Um, and it's always a lot of fun. So that's the individual um, Yarnathon. And then they assign you to a team, and you um, can collect stars. And the team with the most stars by Christmas Day wins it all. And then they also do all sorts of other fun things along with it. They do knit-alongs. So you could do different types of um, knit-alongs with them. They do a booster club and uh, different levels of the booster club and then weekly trivia. So really pretty awesome. And I get a kick out of it. And like I said, I've got, I've got store credit to spend. So that will be fun for me. So stay tuned. <laughs> I'll let you know what I decide. Probably when I'm home from Raleigh, um, they will have credited that back to my account and I'll be able to pick out something fun. I did want to make you guys aware of one small thing that I am doing. Um, I am certain that a lot of you listen to the Knitmore Girls and have heard Jasmine talk about the 25,000 toques, toques? Um, hat project that they are doing and so they are working with um, lessons and some other places to try to knit hats for people who are um, emigrating to Canada from Syria. So these are refugees moving to a cold country and there's just an effort to knit hats for them, which I think is a lovely idea. So I do have a hat pattern that I offered up to um, Jasmine with a coupon code and I wanted to make that available to all of you guys as well. The hat is um, a pattern called the Silverthorn hat, and it is, it's a cute little hat. You knit the band of the hat basically flat. It's cabled, provisional, cast on. You graft it together, and then you knit the crown of the hat. You pick up some stitches and knit up, and then close up the top, and then the bottom you just pick up from the bottom, and you knit just a little bit of ribbing around. This is the hat that lives in my purse, <laughs> and I wear it all the time. Mine was knit out of some Cascade 220, but it's a simple pattern and kind of a fun one, and I thought that uh, it might be fun for anybody who's looking to participate in that. So 
if you use the coupon code knitmore, you will get that pattern for free. And I made that free up until March the 1st. So check it out. If you guys were looking to knit some hats, that might be a good one. So to wrap up, guys, today, the, I just wanted to remind you guys about knit alongs and giveaways. I do have a thread open in the Ravelry group for um, knitting along with Color Wheel Knits. I'm envisioning that as a long-standing knit along because there are a ton of things that I want to knit out of that particular book by Vera Valamaki that um, I reviewed. That's a cooperative press book that I reviewed and also gave away a copy of back in December. So I am definitely going to cast on, if nothing else, a hat from that book this week. I'm excited to get started on that. And those projects certainly have been um, gone by the wayside while my, my knitting time has been taken up with other things lately. And um, I will open the Knit Nosh Along thread and give you guys the details. And I think that's about it for this time around. But stay tuned. I have some um, fun and exciting and interesting things planned for the rest of the year too. So as always, you guys, happy knitting and thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. And you can follow the podcast on um, Facebook. You can follow at Knit Actually Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter. And um, guys, I would really love it if you have some time to give the podcast a rating or a review on iTunes. Um, I don't ask about that very often, but it sure would mean the world to me if you guys wouldn't mind popping out to iTunes, even if you just did a star review. That just helps more people find the podcast, and the number of listeners is growing all the time, which is really exciting for me, um, but this will help even more people find it. So if you enjoy it and you have a couple minutes to do that for me, um, I'd be very thankful. 